Welcome to EM Healing, which is hosted by myself, Mahatma Star Seed. And when you dive into our episodes, you are going to be inspired to grow, to shift, to reflect on your inner wealth. If you are looking to find a new way of living, you have found it. So enjoy this wonderful episode that we're tuning into right now. Great day. This is Mahatma Starseed, everyone, and you are tuning in to EM Healing. We are jumping into a wonderful new episode, new season. We are throwing ourselves into the mindset of healing our bonds. And today I have with us a dope co-host, Amara. I'm going to let her chime in and share with the audience who she is. Take it away. Hello. Hello, everybody. And thank you, Mahatma, for having me. My name is Mara Marchesi. I am the intuition queen. And uh, I help women to trust their intuition and create the life that they want with freedom and sexiness and fulfillment using um, color therapy and human design. And I do emotional healing and energetic healing because I think that's what helps people to understand themselves and once you understand yourself and how when you understand how you function then life it's easier and you can heal yourself and accept yourself and move forward in your life. Oh, I absolutely love that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. This is my my audience clapping in the background. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I am excited. I love that you have stepped into my frequency this week. You came right into alignment because we have been speaking about the human design. And I love that you said that the intuition helps you to hear yourself and you know that's definitely pivotal and when we start to hear ourselves we learn to know ourselves more and we remember more of who we truly are yeah and that's why coming from the perspective of healing our bonds is is so pivotal and uh, eye-opening because when we really take heed to how we can utilize words for our own connection Mm -hmm. and not allow it to just be defined and utilized by its own uh, definition like we're bonding our minds to accept our remembrance of our infinite nature and being intuitive has been something that a lot of people haven't had much time to bond with. So can Mm -hmm. you share with the audience a little bit about uh, how you began to began to bond with your intuitive nature? And please, please share about your podcast, because that definitely. (laughs) Okay, Um, I might just share about my podcast, podcast first, because it's quicker. Yeah. Um, So um, my podcast, it's called Intuitive Queens. And uh, I share stories, I share my stories, but I also share 
stories of other women that have gone through struggles, have gone through tragedies. And at some point when they decided to listen to their intuition, they started to take steps that helped them to find their way, to find that connection with themselves, to learn to understand more about themselves and have the courage to really follow their path and uh, find their purpose. And now they are doing great things, helping others. It was for me to share stories of other people's having tragedies and going through struggles and difficult moments. But the moment they realized they could listen to themselves, they could follow themselves, they could trust themselves. That's when they started to take steps to um, go in, in the direction of their life path and they changed the life and they're now living their purpose, helping other people. So it was a way for me to be like, it doesn't matter what you're going through. I hope you meet someone in this podcast that maybe has gone through something similar so you don't feel alone. But know that there are a lot of different people that uh, have gone through a lot of different tragedies and struggles and just difficulties. And at some point when they realize they could uh, connect to themselves and trust themselves, they change their lives. So I hope you do it too. And there are a lot of people doing a lot of different practices. So you can choose which one you feel more connected to and uh, work with them or work with me and or just listen to something that makes you feel better. So this was the whole point of my podcast and I just started the second season. Okay, so now to start how I connected to my intuition. Um, I always been very intuitive uh, since I was a child. I just didn't know what that was. And uh, the feeling for me has always been very important. No feeling good about something rather than logically making sense. Uh, but I think that the moment I really connected to it was in 2009 when I decided to move to London. Um, I had been there before, uh, but I was too young to go I just had this feeling that London was the place for me to be uh, but I was 14 at the time so it wasn't a possibility and this feeling of having to move there was always there and at some point in 2009 I decided that that's what I had to do and that's when I stopped behaving like people wanted me to do and I started doing something that people thought was either brave or crazy and I moved and uh, that's when my journey also started because um, that's also when I read The Secret and uh, that opened up a word to me about self-development, the law of attraction uh, and all of those kind of things. And I just wanted more. So I started to read more books, watch more videos and apply the principle they were talking about. And I could see that little things were changing in my life and were improving. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And that's how everything started really. And being alone in London with, without my mom bothering me and without anyone telling me how to behave and what I should have done, I think it's what really helped me to connect to myself more and more because I knew I was there alone and I had to rely on myself. And therefore I had to trust my God. And this is what what I started doing more and more. And, uh, and from there, everything started to grow and um, to a point where I learned that intuition was a thing. And, uh, you know, it's, you, you're not the only person that has it and there, there is a pur purpose to it and it can help you 
to follow your path and all of that and I and then I started to get into spirituality more and more and uh, until now that I do what I do that is absolutely amazing I love the way that you shared that because it's it's so imperative for us to be able to feel free to express our story and I'll be the one to tell you if they don't think you're crazy, then you ain't doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I grew up, I'm Italian. I grew up in a Catholic country, Catholic family, a lot of sins, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame for wanting to be yourself or wanting to express yourself differently from what they wanted you to do. And uh, for me, free, that's why I want to help women to create a life that gives them freedom that makes them feel sexy in all kinds of ways you know just not not just physically sexy but you know that sexiness of life and have a fulfilled life because um as women we've been told we shouldn't be doing a lot of things that actually it's just natural expression of ourselves and because that was my experience although I was always the black sheep in the family that wanted to do things differently um but you know that was my story and i went through a lot of struggles and i changed my life because i start i started to listen and trust myself and and this is why i want to help other women to do that because the moment you connect to yourself into your intuition it's just mind-blowing what you can do what you can achieve and, and, and the things that you learn about yourself and how you learn to heal yourself, you learn to stop getting triggered by other people and you know you release all the wounds that you might have for whatever reason. And it just, that constant um, compass or the constant thing that tells you, okay, uh, now do this. And now this, is, this person is not right for you, so walk away. Or this job is sucking your soul enough. You know, and when you learn to listen to all of those messages, your life just changes in a way that it's amazing. I always get more amazed at life, but I do understand that fear uh, is what stops everybody from doing what we really should be doing in this life. Oh my goodness. That is really, really such a true statement, Mara. And fear... I like to tell people it's my best friend because as long mm-hmm. as you keep it near and dear to you, you won't be shocked or surprised by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I become uh, more friends. Yeah, and uh, to me, you know, I I used to be afraid of my fears, uh, but I learned that if you don't go through them, they're just gonna become bigger and pop up back again at some point when you least want them to. And uh, that, that to me was really important to learn because I always wanted to kind of find a different way to deal with things like, okay, I'm afraid of this. Let me see if I can find a different way. And of course you'll find a different way sometimes, but the problem is that that fear is going to grow bigger and you're not going to be prepared to, to, to face that bigger fear until you have to. And then what you do, and that's why people get lost and, feel lost and get frustrated and they feel paralyzed and they don't know what to do and a lot of things start to change in their life I am right now back in Italy as I told you and uh, I'm living with my mom my mom is a narcissist and 
when I moved back, I was like, I'm just going to stay here for a little while and I'm just going to go away very quickly. And when I moved back, I realized that my biggest fear has always been her trying to sabotage my life. And the reason why I was afraid to move back, although I knew I had to because my soul was asking me to do it, and I had no choice because now I'm like, okay, intuition, I, I get it. I don't want to do it, but I know that there is a reason. So I'm, I, I'm, let me just check first, but I'll do it. Um, and I know that the reason why is you need to go through this fear because otherwise you're going to get blocked in your business and in your relationship. And now because I have been doing this work for so many years, for myself first and then I started to offer it to other people now I get it and now I'm like okay this fear has to go and if I don't stay inside the fear and I don't leave the fear and I don't understand what this fear is trying to tell me I'll never go going to be able to go past it and I'm never going to be free from it so I do a lot of work on fears because I think that it's the the thing that we don't want to deal with, but the thing that if we deal with it, it, we just feel so free. And sometimes, you know, it's just easier than we think it is. And, you know, that's, uh, that's one of the things that I've been speaking a lot to, to individuals lately is that we have to incorporate sacrifice into our life to where it could be a part of the transformation and not yeah. separate. Uh, once we start engaging in with it more deeper, we, we then reduce how much we coddle or cloud our intuitive abilities. Yeah. And when, when we create a deeper bond with what it takes to be intuitive, all of those other things naturally fizzle out or balance out. Mm. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you have uh, heard of Abraham Hicks. Oh, yeah, of course I do. I'm, I'm listening to her every, every time, <laughs> especially, especially when I, you know, I feel out of balance or things are happening. I'm like, okay, let me listen to her. Let me, let me get back into the vortex and let me calm down. And yeah, no, I, I mean, she's right. Whatever, everything she says makes a lot of sense when you start to tune into that frequency and, uh, but, you know, we are so attached to so many things and uh, that's what's stopping us. But yeah, she is <laughs> the queen. Her and Joe Dispenza for me are the oh, two yes, ones. I <laughs> the love two that, I, you know, like really getting off your brain, getting off your mind and really connect to your heart and make sure that you listen to yourself because everything is there. And it is when you realize it, when you take steps, you realize that, everything that you need is within you and you just need to connect yourself and raise your energy. That is so key. That is so key. And we actually listen to Abraham in the mornings uh, and uh, Eastern standard time at eight o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and on clubhouse. And we'll listen to her rate, her rampages mm. and uh, yeah. then reflect about them and I actually write down some of her words. So I wanted to share one of them because you are- Yeah. 
improvement. And so one of the one of the phrases that she had spoke about was, I have potential for any improvement. Yeah. Potential for any improvement. And that really speaks to our intuitive uh, listenership and removing the feeling of paralyzed actions when, when we really doctor up our life to be suited with this source of engagement from the empowered mindset, then we get to keep raising above the, the, the density the low hanging fruit and we get to ride in our intuitive behavior even more. I know there yeah. was times when I wasn't able to fully listen to my intuition solely because how deep of a hole I dug for myself. And that's a, that's a big swallow that, that a lot of us have to take when we realize we dug this hole ourselves, mm-hmm. and we got to be the ones to, to build the steps out to get out of it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thankful to be able to vibrate around other individuals that have the ability to go through the healing and uh, step it up and really bond with what they are experiencing with, with bringing it to the forefront with others and helping them to also open up their conversation because we're in so many different places a lot of our stories could be very similar, but we're millions of miles away. So we oh, yeah. have to create a platform for us to be able to find each other, you know, because we know it's happening. <laughs> yes, 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 it is. It is. And I think more and more people, I, I think, you know, the pandemic was a disaster and obviously was very painful. But I think that it also helped everybody to understand that there is a better way of living you can create that. And a lot of people have started to do work on themselves because first of all, they didn't have anything else to do for the ones that maybe were working in shops and the shops were closed. But it, a lot of other people are starting to think, okay, but do I actually want to go to the office every day? Right. My life is much, is much better at home and I can still do my job, but you know, and just that realization is making people think okay what else do I want from my life like I during the pandemic I was interviewing a lot of people that were living maybe in New York or in big other cities and like a lot of people are moving out because they realize that nature is more important you know um, taking it easier is more important and I think we're all getting towards that kind of um, I don't know if this is happening to you too but every person that does the work that we do this year has gone through a major transformation there isn't one person that I know or my my podcast guest or you know my clients uh because also my clients are spiritual entrepreneurs as well so there isn't anybody that doesn't tell me oh Mara uh, you know I broke out with my boyfriend or this happened to me I'm shifting this big time for me was moving back here which was um, something that I wanted, but something that meant changing my whole life again. And uh, we're all adjusting. Uh, And I think this is because the consciousness is raising and people are starting to realize and understand there is a better way to live. 
and we need to really understand who we are and what we want and how we function and then take steps forward rather than do what we are told and behave like we are supposed to because maybe I don't know our family wants us to or society says that because you're a woman you're supposed to have I don't know a family and have children or things like that I think everybody's kind of being like but who am I and what I want and and these questions I think it's the first step for your awakening whenever you go through those questions yeah it's definitely um true because one of the things that Abraham says is uh you're, this is a, this is inevitable. Like we're walking into mm. inevitable alignment. Like there's no maybe, maybe, maybe you'll be able to be in alignment. Like no, like everyone is walking into alignment. So it's either you help yourself or you resist yourself. But mm-hmm. ultimately, you're only ever finding yourself, and that has been the biggest cliche for a lot of our people to come into realization. And I've been speaking to that. And one of the ways that we help people to come into a more realization of who they are is just by showing them different source of anatomy explanations that will help them to see how much it's relatable to what they're experiencing and how they can use it or to support their internal and external systems. So I want to segue kindly into the the human design a little bit and color therapy that you uh, spend most of your time in. Can you please share with us about that? Yeah. So um, color therapy started in a very funny way. I always been extremely um, attracted by bright colors since I was a child. They They made me happy. And um, a year um, in 2016, I did an aura reading and the lady was reading my life, telling me my aura was green. And that was like, what is she doing? I want to do this thing with colors too. And then I learned that there is color therapy. And basically what color therapy is, is um, we all have um, colors that belong to us. It's a little bit like, when you go and do your astrology reading and it's based on your date of birth and the time of your um, your birth and they tell you you have you uh, you are i don't know a leo sun and uh, virgo rising and whatever else and the same works with colors we are born with a different set of colors that tell us um the um energy of the color so the tendency negative and positive uh of the colors you're born with and then the colors you need to use throughout your life to move forward and then your life what is the color of your life mission and what does this mean is uh you have a kind of a map of the energies that are your energies based on the colors so those colors might be also your favorite colors because often uh my clients are like oh yeah but this is my favorite color and colors have energy positive and negative and if you know what are your colors you also know how you get triggered and uh, you can move forward in different ways and you, you can catch yourself doing things and be like oh okay I'm standing in the negative energy of yellow because I'm doubting myself but the reality is that I have yellow I don't know in this position and I should be actually 
get out there and just be myself because that's what I'm supposed to be doing and things will come to me very easily uh, so when I do a color reading normally aside from someone comes to me saying Mara I'm feeling stuck with this for example and we go through their, uh, their color so I give them advice we talk about what they're going through and what happens to me is that I also then give guidance on the colors that come through so when I tune into their energy before I do a color reading I also feel things about them maybe there are topics that are in their aura they want to come through because they want to be seen so then the person can actually start to do some work because maybe that's what what's blocking them so the information comes to me in forms of color and then I provide the explanation to the client because every color is related to something so I might say okay look I feel you need to use more green and more orange because uh, this is happening and most of the time they're like oh yeah I know this is something that I've been told I should be working with but I don't want to because I'm afraid so then we start to create a um, kind of like an itinerary for them to go through the, this and using colors for me it's a more fun and easier way to do shadow work because the moment we start to work with colors then you don't think about what's the meaning of the color you just think about the fact that for this week you should be using yellow and so you start to get creative about how do you use yellow this week and you start to use yellow because you wear it or because you eat it or you buy flowers and just being surrounded by that color reminds you to think about certain things so this is how color therapy works and it also works in um, physically so if you have some uh, pain some disease or something color therapy can help can help you to uh, release that and since I'm also I've also done Reiki I kind of integrate more more practices as we go but it depends on actually what the client want to work uh, on and uh, human design well it's an explanation of who you are, basically, since mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about. And Wait, before um, you talk about human design, I wanted to ask you a question. Is yes. color therapy any way related to um, chakras, like the colors of the chakras? Yes, but uh, let's say that color therapy, it's a different practice. But yes, it is also related to because most of the meanings are very similar to the chakra ones. Uh, in color therapy, you have also gold, which you don't have with the chakras, right, uh, but right. then the colors are the same. Uh, that's say, uh, I, I want to say that um, when you think about Reiki and the chakras, they are all in one point, and so you are able to physically touch yourself and touch the actual chakra. When we're talking with color therapy, it's more like in more like the aura. your path. Yeah, it's more like your path and uh, the colors that might come through for me when I tell you, look, I think that you should be working with this particular color because this is related to something that is going through in your life that I feel is asking to be seen and, and worked on. Um, it's more related to, yeah, your energy field. And yeah, it, so, it reminds yeah. me a little bit of like the heat sensory kind of element yeah. 
to where like certain areas will go from red to yellow to orange kind of a thing. yeah I don't see the colors it's funny I don't see the car I just feel that right, <laughs> uh, right. so I when I'm tuning into the energy of the person I'm working with then uh, all of a sudden I feel like okay I just had this flash of orange and it's not a flash of orange that I see on the person I just see in my third eye and I start talking about uh, things related to uh, orange. Orange is sexual energy, creative energy. And oftentimes, um, you know, women have a lot of repressed sexual energy, which also translate in uh, creative blockages. Um, so depending on what, what we're talking about, then I just give them hints of what I think could be the topic and uh, it's all, it's often the right thing because then they come back to me being like yeah it, this has been happening i just didn't think it was something i had to work just yet or this has been something i've been working on for a while and normally for me it's your soul is asking you to work on certain things and sometimes mm-hmm. it's recent stuff or oftentimes it comes to me things from the past lives but I don't know it I just tell you what color I think you should be working on what topic I think you should be working on and then because you've done some work before you might tell me oh Mar, yes this is actually a past life stuff that keeps coming coming back and then at that point I always say you know if it keeps coming back in this life you need to work on it you know and because our energy field holds on to what you're you're, you need to work on right now obviously you choose what you feel it's most important yeah. but are the blockages that need to be released as soon as possible because they are the reason why you came to me in the first place or you went to someone else and because you feel frustrated for stuff or whatever else and so yeah so this is uh, how color therapy works and it's energy healing for me uh we do a do a lot of uh, energy and emotional healing with this because then um from this it gives me um the link to get into okay so what kind of emotions what kind of fears are popping up what do we need to work on and you know probably you find this yourself but it's always about healing your inner child there is no other way around Right. Um, we we all have to do that kind of work because a lot of the things and the reasons why we're blocked is because we had we still feel wounded and we still feel afraid of something that it's no longer there but it's so within us that if we don't release it it's just gonna stay in our energy all the time yes yes that's so pivotal so pivotal yeah. okay so now I would like to hear about <laughs> the human design yeah so um well it was kind of a coincidence for me to start doing this because i had done a couple readings and they blow my mind because it's like oh my god (laughs) you're talking about me how do you know me (laughs) so well but it was also great because it was a confirmation for me um of you know who i am um the first time i did it was a year after i went in business and a year, a year or two after I had decided to become an intuitive and creative coach and my friend gave me the name, the Intuition Queen. So, um, which was always, I always felt like it was mine to be, but, you know, sometimes you question yourself. So I was like, maybe I should change. Maybe I'm not, you know, maybe intuitive and creative coach doesn't really say what I do. 
and then I had this reading and the guy was like Mara your name it's not just a fancy name you are extremely intuitive and you are extremely creative and you need to use them to share with the word I'm like oh right. okay okay so I really liked having the readings but then uh one day I I've always been it's energy so we're talking about energy and I do energy work so it fascinated me and this thing that if you follow your strategy then everything kind of uh, becomes slightly easier and you kind of manifest differently I always like this concept because I do believe that we are very different from each other and we should find our own way of doing things and not listen to what other people say yes it's okay you maybe start your business or you need to start something you need to start from somewhere so you listen to the expert in that thing that has created that method that does this fine start from there but i think that at some point you need to find your own personal way so you know they say ah oh, if you wake up at 5 a.m in the morning I'm like yeah that doesn't work for me <laughs> so <laughs> don't tell me that it's I don't think I'm not going to be successful because I'm not waking up at five it's just not for me um and so at some point I had an Akashic record reading and the lady was like um I think you should start um, reading um learning human design because it's going to help you with the color readings and to the to what you you want to do with your clients I was like, oh, I've been having this nudge for a while, but I just didn't go for it because, you know, there is so much to learn in, in this spiritual world. Mm -hmm. that if So I started, I, it, what happened was that also a friend of mine started to do reading. She was like, can I do a reading, a reading to you? So then I, and you get me, you give me um, a review. I'm like, yeah, sure. She did this reading to me. And I'm like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. So the information that she gave to me kind of were confirming what the Akashic regular reader was saying to me. I'm like, okay, right. I need to learn this. I kind of need to understand a little bit more about this. And then I learned mm -hmm. that, you know, the energy of the colors and especially your colors after you do the color chart are very much aligned to your human design reading. And so what I do now, I use for the clients, they sign up to my eight weeks program I do first the color reading, then the human design reading, because it just gives you so much information about how you function energetically, emotionally, how you're triggered, how you're supposed to live your life. And from that information, which kind of tells you, okay, forget about what you think about yourself. This is who you are. Let's move on. And from a point that is actually true, now we can take steps to your healing and to you releasing all the things that you no longer need. Uh, because I think, and what I see also, and what was also my experience, we grow up and um, we do things, if we're not connected to ourselves, we take decisions that are not necessarily what we want. Oftentimes, you know, maybe, oh, maybe I won't do this because otherwise I will disappoint this person or I won't take this job because whatever. Hmm. And when we do this, we then get to a point where at some point we don't know who we are anymore. And uh, a lot of people feel lost or you, you think you know who you are, but you're still making decisions based on someone that you think you are, but, not, but it's not yourself. 
And so for me, those two practices, especially when I use them together, they help me so much to kind of say, okay, look, this is your energy and those are your tendencies. This is why you're struggling. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, you know, if you are a generator like I am, for example, understanding that you're not the person that needs to initiate stuff but you're the person that if you have an idea, for example, I'm talking about me right now. If I have an idea and I have a lot of ideas, because obviously the creative aspect, either in my color and in my human design chart are very, very strong. I have a lot of ideas, but does that mean I'm going to have to make all of them happen? No, I need right. to check in with myself and see which one is the one that is for me and which one maybe I can give to someone else. And at the yeah. same time, because I'm a generator, I'm supposed to respond to things and not start in a shade like a manifestor would do. And so learning those things about yourself for me are so crucial because we are being told, you know, go get things done and manifest what you want. If you don't move, you don't manifest and you don't get what you want. I'm like, yeah, but everybody has their own particular way of doing it. So I need to wait for someone, for some input from, from my intuition or for someone else to be like, hey, what about we do this? And then I go and then you don't stop me. But then a manifestor is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to create this. And they, they start, they go, but then they need someone else to finish it. So, you know, right. when you learn to understand your energies, you stop going against yourself. And that's when life becomes easier in terms of like daily life but also then you understand so much about yourself that you're like okay so maybe fear is a theme for me because you know I have yellow in my color chart and I am a manifester and fear is something that it's within me it's always going to be there I just need to learn how to manage it and you know and this gives you so much insight you're like okay so it's not that I need to get rid of fear. As you said earlier, I need to become a friend of fear and trying to figure out when she's trying to tell me something or when she's just being annoying and I need to, you know, put her in the box, right? Yeah. Um, and so for me, those two practices are it's so important because they tell you so much about yourself. And once you learn that, then you can move on and be like, okay, this is what I want and this is what I need to heal and life just becomes a little bit easier and you free yourself from a lot of things that you didn't need to go in in, in the first place freedom <laughs> yes. freedom exactly. I got my freedom back <laughs> yes 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 yeah. Yes, I feel that. I feel that. And I appreciate you sharing your experience with the human design. This is something that's very new and up and coming uh, for the audience. And I've just started hearing about it. I also just heard about Gene Keys this year. I don't know mm -hmm. if you've been privy about Gene Keys. Um, it is definitely just helpful for us to just see the landing ground, you know, yeah. where our typical energy is uh, led astray to or easily susceptible to but definitely not something to tether ourselves to because then that constricts us 
So yeah. we just have to be in allowance, like, okay, these are things that happen within me and around me. And how can I use it for my potential? Exactly. So like I, I tell people like, you know, I, I am without a doubt going to automatically help the people around me. So to make it work for my benefit, I just put myself around people that will actually intentionally benefit and appreciate my help for them. And then it helps to balance out that exchange (laughs) than just being around anybody at any point in time and just being willy nilly with our, I call them powers. Yeah. Because yeah. this, it is a very grand power to have once we start realizing our manifesting abilities. And once we realize that we have manifest abilities, then we realize how much we've utilized other people's manifest abilities unknowingly. And then that brings another rise for us to be able to really step into our intuition and really trust that we're making choices for our individual path and not pulling on other people's uh, abilities to manifest because that is where a lot of newbies that step into their intuition do experience. And with with that being said, I would love to make sure we empower our people because we gave them a lot of things to think about. We spoke about emotional healing, intuitive healing, color therapy, and the human design what are some empowered steps that you can share with the audience to help bond their relationship more with these action steps? Well, I would say um, if you're starting to connect to your intuition, well, first of all, make sure you, you, can, you can be by yourself because oftentimes we are so surrounded by so much noise and so many people and obviously there is a disconnection with ourselves. So take time for yourself. And uh, I would say just do this very simple exercises and uh, ask your, your body and ask yourself, what color do you need today? What color do you need for a meeting, for a date for whatever it's going on in your life or what color do I need to feel calmer and release this anxiety that I'm feeling right now and see what comes through for you and this is like a very fun but easy way to connect to your intuition because when you catch the right color then you can write down something maybe at the end of the day and you know kind of a confirmation book where you're like okay my intuition this morning told me to wear a yellow dress to go to this meeting and this happened and this is how I felt or whatever is going through. And just notice, notice what is going on in your life and what kind of emotions are coming through for you. And look at them, don't don't shy away. They're there for a reason and they're there to tell you, hey, look, this is what you need to be working on and uh, there's nothing to fear. So use yourself because your intuition always knows what's the right thing for you to do. And uh, use those little um, exercises to help yourself to trust your intuition a little bit more. You can do it with small things, but as you grow confidence within you, then you will start to use it for more important things. And uh, and then you can also use it for your emotions. And uh, I'm pretty sure you'll be fine. Yes, thank you for those tips. And I am going to add to that. 
And definitely encourage yourself to use your senses more to pull, pull you forward. Our senses are so grand. We can definitely learn to, to hone in. Uh, one of the things is uh, maybe get a scented pen, you know, a pen that has a scent that you really enjoy, and it'll encourage you to write in your journal prompts more so that you can engage with your intuitive writing and uh, empower yourself on another element. Yeah. That's just one powerful move for you to do. I, I feel like giving too much may overwhelm. So just start there, right? Start with taking some time to yourself. Use colors to empower you, like our wonderful intuitive queen shared with us. And also think about your senses and see how you can be, become more engaged in that. Uh, did have an episode that uh, was released earlier in the, the last season where Michael Overly was speaking about becoming more in tuned with your inner response system by using the animal as our companion. And that is mm. the animal sense is uh, something that we can definitely learn to help to empower our intuitive nature. So senses are everything. Yeah, I agree with you. So thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your wonderful intuitive vibes. Please let the audience know where they can find you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, they can find me on in my website, theintuitionqueen.com or on Instagram, theintuitionqueen. And uh, from there, you can get to all my other places. Yes, thank you. And for those of you who are looking to tap in more to your spirit writings, I have published my first of a four-part series ebook, which is called The Spirit Message, Connecting That Mind, Body, and Spirit. You can find that on my Etsy account, which will be in the link description down below through my link tree. I am a hot star seed, and you can find more self-empowered videos on my YouTube channel, Elite Motivation 411. This is where I house all my mission, my mission forward progress content. Thank you, audience. We appreciate you greatly and keep on healing.